There's always been people who you could like pay to write the essay for you. So in some sense, this kind of idea has been there all, all along. But what's neat about this is it does it so fast. In 30 seconds, the student can get an essay, and it's so stinking good. Oh, boy. Remember that conversation? That was just a couple of days ago we had here on the show. That was Anthony Alman, who's a professor of philosophy at Northern Michigan University, talking about the latest technology in chatbots. It's called Chatbot GPT. It is sweeping the academic world by storm because in a matter of, what, six weeks, seven weeks, it has become so widespread, so widely used, and it's so good at writing essays. It's just, you know, helping people out, writing resumes, cover letters, you name it. It is everywhere. So this has become an increasing issue for post-secondary institutions. How do you do this? And and how deeply do you get involved in changing, you know, the curriculum, your standards, your syllabus, because you know this is out there and students are using it? Well, joining us now to talk more about this is Dr. Jason Weens, who's a professor of English at the University of Calgary. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Simi. Good morning. Have you had some of your students using this, or have you come across this chatbot GPT? I'm actually on sabbatical this year, so I'm not. I'm not teaching. Um, I've uh, spoken to colleagues, and they haven't uh, seen any of this use in their classes yet that they're aware of. Right. So, is this increasing use of AI and chatbots a concern uh, in post-secondary institutions? I think it will be. Uh, I, I right now, I've, I've been running some prompts through the uh, the app myself, and the essays it's generating are not really at, at a post-secondary level. I'd say they're at um, a high school level, but of course the AI is improving exponentially, and I imagine it will be uh, sooner sooner rather than later uh, producing essays that uh, are at a university level. So, what is what are the ethical implications here, Doctor Weens? Because certainly students get help with essays all the time, right? Absolutely. I mean, it, it, we we need to be careful not to. Um, you know, panic here about this, um, as I think I, the clip that you played before I came on, uh, the professor said, uh, students have been getting help. Uh, the internet's been available uh, to them. If they want to find ideas for essays, they can simply uh, Google it. Um, in fact, I think that w- what we'll need to be thinking about will be ways to uh, creatively use this technology to to teach the students how to write better. Uh, for example, um, the essay, the the chat GPT could generate, um, as I say, um, an essay that's not really at the university level, and students could be asked to explain why and then to revise or edit it and, and thereby hone their uh, revision or editing skills, for example. It could also be used, I think, to uh, teach, say, education students um, to generate essays that they could then mark, assess, and, and, and practice their own sort of assessment skills. So there are, I think, ways ways that the technology could be used uh, creatively um, in, in assessments and, right. not, and not just be a concern for, uh, for academic misconduct. Right. But you also make a great point there in that this has to, we have to start discussing this, right? Like I think uh, yes. professors, lecturers, you have to start developing your guidelines in using this. Yes. Yes. I think pr- professors are going to be developing guidelines on a sort of ad hoc uh, basis uh, right now in the classrooms, but then institutions, universities, and colleges are going to need to develop uh, academic, um, you know, integrity policy with this uh, this in mind as well. I guess this does happen every once in a while where a technology comes along. And have you had concerns about like the use of too much technology by your students? 
Well, I mean, it's yes, I think so. Uh, to some to some extent, you know, you can assign an essay and and ask students to sort of research in the traditional way that is locate um, articles, books, peer reviewed research. But you know that you know the first place a lot of students are going to go will be you know search engines on on um, on the internet. Um, but at the same time, you know the world in which they are going to graduate uh, into, and you know the workplace environment that they'll be working in will be making use of <laughs> of the internet and and of uh, of AI technologies. And so it's it's important for them to learn how to um, use these tools uh, ethically and and productively. I think. Right. Now, you're an English professor, so don't you Mm -hmm. need to know what someone's actual writing skills are and not what they got (laughs) some help with? Yes, absolutely. And I think that there's always there's, you know, so since the advent of the Internet, we in most courses, uh, we would have, you know, in class invigilated writing assessments to make sure uh, that's the only way you can actually make sure that students are actually producing the writing that they that they are, Um, because, of course, um, you know, uh, you've been able to download essays or, or pay for for essays even before the advent of the internet you know students could could get other people to write essays for them so in-person assessments have always been um you know part of of most english courses to make sure that uh, students are in fact literate in, in the language right that's the concern right that you would have people <laughs> using this to really hide some some of their mass their own abilities essentially Yes, I think so. And and the thing is also, you know, um, for a lot of students and for a lot of you know people in general, the hardest part of writing is getting started. And um, what I, what I think ChatGPT can do right now is generate a kind of very rough draft uh, from which people can can work. And I think that would be an ethical question that you know English professors and all academics need to need to uh, decide or determine is actually an ethical breach, you know, getting a computer to generate a rough draft from which a student then, um, you know, molds right. into their own. Right. So then much the same, you, it's, it's comparable in some ways to the calculator, right? When the calculator came on and what that did for, for math. Oh, and now a calculator is widely used. Yes. And it forced it, 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 it made, you know, math teachers and, and math uh, professors have to ask for sort of higher level, um, you know, uh, work uh, equations that weren't simply just arithmetic, right? They had to ask students to, to engage with formula at a level that a calculator could not. And perhaps that's where we're going to go as the AI uh, writing technologies become more sophisticated. Right. So clearly things are going to have to change. But my question here, Dr. Wintz, is do you see academia making strides towards those changes before this whole chatbot thing goes too far? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, uh, I'm a part of a research project at the University of Calgary to, you know, uh, gauge uh, people's understandings of what the technology can do and their attitudes towards the, its ethical use. And since ChatGPT came out, uh, <laughs> things are moving much faster than our research team, I think, is, has been able to uh, keep up with. We're kind of, uh, kind of scrambling. Um, so I think it's an urgent uh, matter for uh, universities to, uh, to develop policies around this technology. Uh, but, but to do so... Um, without uh, the kind of moral panic around around uh, what they can do. Right. I don't know if urgent and universities actually go together, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Dr. Weins, thanks for your time. Very good point. All right. Thank you. <laughs>